Hey there, you're listening to Virago Pod, a podcast that is dedicated to empowering and improving the physical and mental health of female athletes everywhere. This podcast is brought to you by The Virago Project, a nonprofit organization that helps female athletes balance sports with life. I'm your host, Emily McGee-Zeslowski. And I'm your co-host, Taylor Tracy. Let's jump right into the episode. Okay, welcome everyone. It is time for our official first podcast. What's up, guys? Thank, Thank you so much for joining us today. We are really looking forward to reaching coaches, athletes, really anyone who has a woman athlete in their life that they care about. Yes. And before we get started, I want to give a shout out to our website, www.viragoproject.org. If you haven't visited, go ahead. And that's where you can read up on our newest blog articles, find out information about the team talks we're currently doing with college uni- colleges and universities, and support us by buying some of our merch or donating to us directly to allow us to continue supporting more women in sport. And we've been working on some really cool merch designs, thanks to some input from friends and family. So be sure to check that out. Uh, Our very first podcast today, who will be joining us is uh, one of our former athletes from UNC, Amber Clark. Uh, She participated in track and field at UNC, and she currently plays on a women's football team in New York. I'll let her introduce herself more, but the main theme of today's talk will be some general stereotypes that women face. Yes, I absolutely love this chat. So I'm so excited for you to listen to it. Let's get right into it. Hi, Amber. I'm Taylor. Hey, Taylor. Uh, no, no. <laughs> How you doing? Taylor? I'm good. Thanks for being here. Nope. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Like, I feel really special that y'all picked me, like, to be first up here. Like, I wanted to cry when she told me that. <laughs> oh, my God. We're out of here. <laughs> I know. I, I was, like, telling Taylor. I was, like, I was like, honestly, I haven't talked to her since I was back in college. But, like, I follow her on social media, so I don't think it'll be that weird. Um, and so I was, like, oh, good. Right. I was so excited. You were so exciting. No, nah, it wasn't weird at all. Well, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. And yeah, we get so- to kick off our first podcast nope. episode. Yes. <laughs> episode one. Pilot. <laughs> so Amber, just before we get officially started, what are you up to these days? Um, like how, how's COVID going? What's what's life like? Uh, well, I, I just started working um, like a month ago, maybe because um, uh, I work in the schools. I work with like a fundraising company that partners with elementary schools. And since we didn't know what was going on with elementary schools, we were kind of like, eh, I don't know what we're going to do. And then finally, elementary schools picked up. So we picked up. So I've been kind of doing that for the past month um, and just playing yeah. flag football, really working in flag football. That's awesome. What kind of um, what kind of stuff does your organization do for the kiddos? So it's kind of like think jump rope yeah. for heart. So remember yeah. how you did jump rope for heart? You were like, can you pledge me like a mm-hmm. dollar for this many jumps? So we do a fun run. So they run laps or we do a remix where they do fitness moves. It's kind of like Zumba for kids. So they do that. And um, it's like instead of just jump, instead of them just fundraising, we also go in the classroom to do some lessons as well. And like we had pizza parties, popsicle parties, dance parties. Like it was really fun. So but we're doing it virtual now. It's not too bad. I miss the kids. But I mean, we see them and they're like Google meets and stuff. But it's still not like the same. That sounds fun. 
it's re- it's really fun though like the kids love it because like we're like their superheroes when we come there because we we get to go in their classroom and steal them away from their teachers for like 10 minutes they don't have to learn anything they're just like having fun kind of but right. they're still learning but they're having fun that's cool while they're learning so no that's awesome <laughs> and like definitely i remember that was always like the highlight of my day trying to get out out of whatever for 10 minutes and, it, and the mm-hmm. fact that it's something that i'm nice i'm sure that's awesome right <laughs> Exactly. All righty. Well, let's get into it. Um, so I, ju- I just wanted to start kind of with a summary <laughs> of your athletic background, what sports you've played, at what levels, um, how old you were, kind of just a, a general summary. Okay. All right. So it all started when I was six. I started playing um, rec league basketball. Um, my dad kind of, well, my brother and my cousin played and I was really close to my brother and my cousin. So they played. I was like, well, I'll try to play. So I started playing basketball, played basketball for maybe six seven ish all the way up until high school and then in between there I started running track around like eight or nine um I played softball in middle school I played volleyball in middle school in high school I ran track in like elementary school middle school and high school because I ran summer track (laughs) then in college of course I ran track for a couple of years at Carolina and now I'm here playing football I started um what 2016 and uh, this would ma- this would have made four years of me playing uh, with the LFL, but with COVID, it's only been, you know, three. Thank well, you, part of you. the reason, Amber, we wanted to have you on is uh, I thought you'd be a perfect guest for trying to talk about different gender stereotypes that female athletes face, especially since you said you play football now. How has your experience been when you tell people that you play football? Like, what are some of the things they say or what they ask? Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> people laugh. <laughs> They laugh immediately when I say football. They're like, football? That's the first reaction. And then they look at me, they're like, you play football? Because they're like, oh, you're so tiny. I'm like, I mean, size kind of matters, but then again, it doesn't. So yeah, like, I don't like when they say that. But then it's just like, oh, well, do you mean soccer? No, American football. I play football. And they're like, oh, well, you play flag? No, <laughs> I play tackle football. Like, let it, why does it always have to be, like, when a guy tells you he plays football, is it, oh, do you play flag? Oh, do you do this? Do you that? Oh, it's like, oh, you play football. What position? It's never, it's never that for us. It's always all these different tunnels you got to jump through before they even ask what position I play. And I'm just like, he just, can we just, you know, just talk to me normal, like a, a normal person, you know, look past mm. what gender I am. I told you I play football. Can I can I play devil's game. advocate really quick? Because so. I, I I agree. Like Good. asking all these questions, but I will say it is very right. unusual. I mean, I've only ran into two female football players probably in my entire life yeah. because football is not <laughs> like a sport that's played more or like available to women um, or girls, I guess I should say in like elementary school or middle school or high school or college. So do you feel like there should be women's football team? Cause I know there's only like flag football in high school and it's like, it's kind of like this one time event that, you know, like did your high school have a flag football team? And it was just like, okay. No, we didn't. We just had, there we go. That's what I meant. Powder puff game. That you always have it. Okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. do you think that they should move it? Yeah, we okay. But I feel like there should be though. I feel like there should be because like from my experience, I wanted to try out in middle school. And it's like when I told the coach, he was like, Oh, well, you can try out, but I won't put you on my team. What? And I'm just like, Well, that's rude, you know? And it's like if you're not gonna allow me to play with the guys, then give me an option to play, then give me an option to play another way, you know, then allow mm-hmm. women to play if they wanna play. 
you know, you can try it out. If it doesn't work, then oh well. But See, yeah, I actually played flag football in middle school. I was always kind of like a tomboy growing up, and they actually had a co-ed league. I was the only girl mm-hmm. on it, but I'm not sure about you guys, but, like, girls peak so much sooner. So I was, like, quarterback, because I was the only one who could sling it. I was, like, the tallest boy. Like, yeah. it's like, come like, on, girls like, are, give, yeah. give us a shot. Like, what do you mean we got to try out? Like, fine, give, give us a fair tryout, and we're game. Wait, Emily, you played co-ed? That's why you I feel like co-ed. So yeah, I was the only girl in the league, though. But it's technically co-ed. Also, remember, like, why would your coach say, oh, I'll let you try out, but I'm not going to put you on the team? Like, why would I go through the process of trying out? <laughs> I'm still, and that's what I said. I'm still questioning myself to this day. Like, why Why would you even tell me that? Like, that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make me want to try out. Maybe that it's makes because he like, had oh, to let well. you try out. All right. Because of some rule. Well, yeah, that's, they have to. They have to because they can't deny you like trying out. But, you know, they can have their reasons for not putting you on the team. So I just didn't even go through that whole process. I just didn't even go through with it. Mm. And actually, like, the more you think more. about it, like, it's actually crazy, the height thing that you can say when people, like, comment about your size and, and stuff about you playing football. Because I'm thinking now more and more about, like, my friends who played football at UNC. You know, like, I was tall. Like, I'm only 5'9". I was taller than a lot of the players. I was bigger than a lot of players. Exactly. Yeah. As tall as them. <laughs> I was as tall as them, as big as them. Yeah. Like, so what yeah. kind of difference yeah. in the NFL now? I was watching Giovanni uh, Bernard on exactly. his game last night. I was like, wait a second. Uh-huh. I remember this kid. He was like 5'9". Then you got Switz in there. You got uh, Ryan Switzer. He's so little. True. Like, so what's so the difference? True. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I guess kind of going on that double standard, um, there's kind of this idea of femininity in sport uh, that, you know, girls can be athletic, but only to a certain acceptable behavior like women shouldn't be sweating you know uh, woman femininity typically means gentle mm-hmm. humble quiet and these mm-hmm. characteristics just frankly don't go along with uh what it takes to be an, an elite athlete uh, an mm-hmm. example comes to mind of a few years ago when serena williams was arguing with an official i remember being shocked by headlines that were like oh my gosh serena williams throws an embarrassing temper tantrum you know she's whiny complaining but like i mean yeah. male athletes argue all the time and they're just passionate <laughs> So what do you think about this kind of double standard that female and males face? I never agree with double standards because it's like it is. It's a double standard. But it's just like, like you said, men in the NBA, I see you see it now in the bubble. They're screaming at the refs. They're they're crying over a a trip or just like a tap on the hand. So when they do that, it's just like, oh, well, brush it off. You know, don't worry about it. When we do, it's just like, oh, wow, she's acting out of character. She's acting real aggressive. You know, maybe somebody should go talk to her. Is it her time of the month type of thing? Like, it's always those little, those little, yeah. Yeah. Like It's funny when I was watching, sorry, go ahead. I, I, I was just saying, when I was watching The Last Dance uh, with Michael Jordan, and remember, um, there was like this one episode when they were interviewing some of his old teammates and asking him kind of what sort of leader was he? And they all came forward and they were like, yo, like Jordan was kind of (laughs) like a butt, you know, like he was kind (laughs) of a jerk Um, (laughs) because he like held them (laughs) to you know, they, he held every one of his teammates to a super high standard and he wouldn't allow them to kind of get away with less. And if they weren't showing up that way every single day, he would call them out like brutally, like harshly. And he did, he did not care. He (laughs) gave zero. 
I mean, well, some people yeah, need but that, like, though. and I think, and Jordan got like, he got a little emotional when it came up when the producers were like interviewing him and saying, this is what your teammates told you. And he was like, I just wanted to win, whatever. But like everyone, regardless, like everyone mm -hmm. sort of revered him as like this, um, this incredible leader and like, um, obviously like a legend. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I mean, Serena Williams, like Emily was saying, just kind of gets upset with, one of her one of her referees and ask right. them to be accountable and like she's she's like portrayed as a whiny a whiny yeah. woman she's yeah it's messed up right yeah yeah it's like i said the double standards i never agree with them because that's why they're double standards you can't agree with both of them so it's uh i, I try to stay away from the the stereotypes of how a person should act because passion is passion regardless of what gender it is like when you do something good you want to celebrate you want to be excited about it it shouldn't be oh don't don't act a certain way because you're a woman you have to act ladylike you know you shouldn't have to hide your emotions because right. it's not ladylike you know yeah and i, I think the good thing is um i do think it's somewhat moving in the right direction you know we're seeing more people speaking out about like you know even kids boys and girls can play with baby dolls boys and girls can play with kitchenette so hopefully if we keep you know kind of right. that um like fashion we don't have to have girls in pink um so kind mm -hmm. of kind of yeah, yeah. kind it's of like gender neutral that. type of um, thing and i guess um kind of speaking about yeah. um even attire uh taylor and i obviously played volleyball in college so we would regularly when we would like try to get our friends mm -hmm. um who are guys to come to like our games they'd be like oh heck yeah like see you guys in spandex i'm oh in like it's like okay it's like come <laughs> on and like even uh, beach volleyball is in swimsuits um and but i mean when it yeah. comes down to it i remember in junior high when i played um volleyball I was actually kind of self-conscious. Right. It's like this hard thing that's like life. short. It's functionality. <laughs> and so it's like we weren't allowed to wear spandex. We had right. to wear basketball shorts. But then all of a sudden we're getting like our feet caught. They're coming right. down. Like it just is kind of like, yeah, but right. definitely adds to the sexualization of female athletes. Um, so I guess mm -hmm. what are your your thoughts and experiences? I mean, track um, you know, attire is similar. Uh yeah. what what's your what's your idea on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the idea about what women wear and the sexualization of female oh. athletes? Kind of the same thing with me. Um, like you said, I, I did run track, so we did have to wear like the bikini kind of cut bottom sometimes, the sports bra tops. I mean, personally, I don't have a problem with it because I guess I, I know like when, us as women, we have like, you know, we have body image issues. Like sometimes we think too hard. We think, oh, we have to look a certain way or we have to do this. We have to do that for somebody to look at us or, or like what we, we produce for them or something. So it's just like, like I said, it's, to me, it's not an issue, but I know with other people it is. And with my sport, um, I play, like I said, I play in the LFL and we had to wear bikinis and we had to wear like little, you know, pads and stuff like that. And when I would tell people to come to my games, that's the first thing they thought about. It's like, oh, you play in that league? Like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely come because of what y'all wear type of thing. And I'm just like, well, we, we do wear that, but we also play football. So, like, don't think of it as, oh, let me come to the game just to watch what they wear. Like, no, come to the game and watch what we do because we actually put on a game. We put on good, you know, good football. So I, I kinda, I'm kind of with you about how you try to bring your friends to the game. That's kind of how it is when I want to bring my friends to the game. We're just new people to the LFL Question. world type of thing. So, Who determined yes. that LFL players, women's football players, had to wear bikinis 
that I cannot tell you because I came in about six or seven years in while well, like since the game has been started. So I don't know. I just know when I came in, mm. that's what we were wearing. And um, I didn't ask questions because like I already knew about the league before and I knew that's what they wore. So I didn't really ask too many questions. So I don't know that, like I said, mm. that one I can't answer, but apparently somebody <laughs> made a decision because for years Jeez, we've been wearing okay. them. <laughs> well, and kind of, kind of going off, not yeah. just what the attire is, but in general, um, a lot of times when you see a female athlete mentioned in the news or, you know, there's even like little Snapchat stories. A lot of times it's just a clickbait article of yeah. hottest female athletes, woman athletes with the best buds. And let's just pick up pictures instead of actually like, oh, this woman <laughs> won something. This woman had this accomplishment. Um, and even on the athletic yeah. side, uh, the culture kind of seems to prefer tall, lean, very small muscles for female athletes, um, which, again, can be a direct conflict of body types necessary for many sports mm-hmm. um is this something i know you said you were really comfortable with your your body and it, it, it is what it is but something that you notice society mm-hmm. or instagram or your teammates kind of felt that pressure mm-hmm. oh no i definitely noticed that like on a day-to-day basis like you always have when you when people talk about women athletes they was like oh this she's such a beautiful woman or she's such a like it's always something to her looks it's never to her skill so I definitely agree. Like when you see a, like you said, an article, it's always, oh, look at this, the top hottest female athletes, like TMZ, they do the top hottest athletes or something like that they do. And it's just like that. Why can't it just be, oh, the top ranked athlete in this position or the top ranked athlete in this league? So um, I have had a, a few teammates and a few like just not teammates, but um, people in the league who have had body image issues because you know, like what, what we, with what we wear, there is a lot of skin shown. So you do want to look your best. And um, but you also want to be able to perform. So like you can't always, um, I guess, hard. I don't I don't know if people hard die, but maybe some people might hard diet or like do things that are unhealthy just to look a certain way. And that's that's why I don't know. I feel like society should go ahead and transform into like let allow any body image to be beautiful and to be just as athletic as the next body next to it. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So hopefully society one day will allow, you know, so I don't, I won't have to have these stories of friends or teammates or people with these types of stories. So I want to, I want to challenge the LFL's approach really quick. Um, so okay. the founder, Mitch Mortaza, do you know anything about him? This is the guy okay. who founded the, the LFL lingerie football league. Okay. I just know he's the commissioner. I'm just trying to, I'm thinking like, okay, yeah. if I am going to start a women's football league, why would mm-hmm. I make it a lingerie league? This is me playing devil's advocate. You you girls look beauty, beautiful out no, I'm there. Thinking okay? too. I don't your know body, either. But I, guarantee it was like you know what no one's gonna watch women's football so i'm gonna make them do it in lingerie so that we could get people out there guarantee that's what he was that's the only logic i can have so degrading that has to be the only logic because because there is women's football like but you don't know there is professional women's football that is padded like or maybe not professional semi-pro who that are padded and everything but nobody really knows about it because they are fully padded and they're more of the what they call it, the tomboyish look type of thing. So they don't go to those sports. So that could be the reason. 
because I mean, if I, if it's me and I'm thinking I could, po- I would possibly do that too. Like, oh, well, women aren't going to watch or people aren't going to watch it unless, you know, like you said, playing devil's advocate, that would have been my, mm. my take on it too. So <laughs> I don't know. Somebody need to tell so me. So one thing that happened. <laughs> like I said, I didn't, I didn't mind playing in it, but it was just the burn sometimes. I didn't like those. Like I said, I didn't mind playing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Did you guys play on a turf or a grass, grass field? <laughs> No, Ooh, he got you uh, out in a bikini and your own turf. Oh my god! <laughs> just, I'm gonna write a letter. I'm gonna write a letter. No, so I, I played professional volleyball, and a lot of the girls I I don't play anymore, but a lot of the girls um, overseas who have played pro and they're still doing it have something to say about the calendars that these teams come out with emily do you have any idea what i'm talking about i've never heard of this okay so a lot of volleyball teams in europe every single year will create this calendar and then sell them in whatever town they live in to kind of raise money yeah, of the volleyball team. Is it like so, like it'll be like a calendar with all the girls on it, and they'll oh, do it okay. to raise money and sort of like spread awareness about like you know the the season, and they'll plug the games into the calendar with like their full schedule, all of that. Anyway, so many of these calendars are like, well, well, no, you said that before I even went there because you know where I'm going. They will. Put the girls in like lingerie. Right. Girls have even been like naked. And this is like, it's one thing if like, here's the thing, volleyball, yes, like our uniforms are, you know, arguably a, like more sexual than they need to be. Um, but like to take like yeah. a, a female athlete and put her in a calendar in like lingerie who like she's never shot in lingerie before and maybe doesn't even realize yeah, it's, it's just, just like a great the concept behind athlete, it. It's like, though. did you really need to do like a shoot and lingerie? And these are the managers who are making this call, who are like middle-aged men. And if you wanted, if you wanted a, a model, then go get a model who models in lingerie. If you wanted somebody in lingerie, go get somebody who's comfortable doing that. Don't get somebody just because you think that's oh, you're a beautiful female athlete. Let me put you out here in this. Like, no. No, the managers then, are calling like the, said, the shots. Managers are the managers are like, that? oh, yeah, you, my setter, just go, like, pull oh. the lingerie for February. And it's like, um, excuse me? <laughs> it's kind of strange. But, hey, so, you know what? what? Some people love it. I have, I have heard that in Europe, um, one of my <laughs> old teammates said they played in Europe, and in their contract was – between games when they had to change their uniform, they had to do it like, you know, take it off with like, you know, they were wearing a sports bra, but that they had to change court side. Like that was in their contract. Yes. And so I'm curious. Um, and so if what? people don't know, um, professional volleyball, while it's getting started and has tried a few times in the US, if you play college and volleyball and want to continue, Europe um, is one of the main options. So that's kind of where a lot of people go to play. But um, yeah, that was that was in a contract. So with this calendar, with this mm-hmm. with this weird changing clause, I'm very curious if other you know female athletes who've had these experiences let us know, because I want to hear what these weird contract clauses, weird extra curricular activities are. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious because I, I thought that was like a one-off <laughs> fluke. That is crazy. You have to, yeah, you have to show your contract to change court side. Anyway. Wow. 
I'm getting too hot. Can we move on? I know. I know. I know. Okay. Well, the, the good right. thing is, um, right. the next thing I wanted to go is to kind of where we can change, right? I don't want it just to be this huge thing of like ripping on okay. the society and how female athletes have to do. But what <laughs> ideas do you have based on what we've talked about or other things? What changes can happen to stop these stereotypes, double standards, these pressures, anywhere from the youth level all the way to professional? What are some things that you think we can do? Um, first off, equal pay for professional athletes. I feel like the women should get paid just as much as the men because they do the exact same thing. Um, secondly, for the youth, like I said earlier, I feel like we should have um, women's sports like that are stereotypically men's sports for them at a younger age so that they can be exposed to it and that they feel comfortable playing it instead of us having to wait until we're 20-something years old and only having three months to learn how to play a sport they, that they've been playing since they were six. Um, so yeah, just pretty much those are my two major points of equal pay and exposure, earlier exposure to sports that are stereotypically men's sports for women mm-hmm. so that we can be allowed to play so we don't have to play co-ed. Like why should we have to play co-ed? Men don't have to come to play women's sports. They have their own. Yeah. So we shouldn't have to so go sure. have to play their sport, you know? So. Well, yeah, and even like how you say women, how they don't have to play women's (laughs) sports, it's like on how every single, like, it's Mm. the, like March Madness is March Madness, NCAA basketball, but then all of a sudden the women's always has the women's name in it, like, it's it's not men's NCAA, it's like the NCAA championship, it's baseball, this is the women's football it's like, it always has to be, you know, not just, yeah, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. Um, Taylor, you have anything you think you can help do to encourage Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think before we get to equal pay, we need to have like equitable representation, particularly in like the media and in like mm-hmm. like professional um, like professional sport industry women, uh, so women who work in the sport industry, uh, so sport industry professionals. Um, because right, you're so right, Amber. Like if you can't mm-hmm. see it, you can't dream it. Um, yeah. Exactly. Because who would have thought I would be yeah. playing professional football as a woman at this yeah. age? Because who? Because we didn't have that back in the day. It was play with the boys. Oh my gosh, or don't yeah. And you're you're you truly really are the exception you know? because so. I mean, I think a lot of girls, young girls today, like don't participate in sport. Um, in the same way that a lot of young boys do, because mm-hmm. there aren't as many um, women like role models out there. So it's like, I mean, like all the boys look up, like, you know, LeBron, right. um, rest in peace, Kobe, like whoever else. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. We, we have to look up to men because yes. we don't have the, like you said, we don't have the women representation. They, they, they throw at us, they spin right. at us, the men, 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 men type of thing. And like, I feel like you only see WNBA commercials when WNBA is happening. You see people, you see NBA men or right. NBA players in different commercials year round. But I just feel like exactly. the women aren't really yeah, seen until it's their time so, to play. Lots needs so. to be done on that. ESPN, if you're listening, do better. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, Randy Moss, if you're listening, put me on you. Oh my God, can you please, okay, when we're done with this call, like, go, you don't even have to go on ESPN's television, um, like, channel, go on their Instagram and scroll. They post, like, a thousand times a day, but I want you to keep scrolling and let me know when you see one female athlete, because it takes about, like, to every 10 posts, there's, like, one, like, feature on a, on a, on a female athlete, which is just infuriating, but... Right. To the point we have to have our own, like, we have to have our own Instagram highlight women, like, pages. Like, highlighter is the the woman's version of House of Highlights. And, like, literally, they have to have a woman's version, and you have the basic version, and then you have the woman's version. It's just like, why can't it all be the same? Why does it have to be separate? Like, why do I have to go to this whole thing to see all these different women athletes and all these different great things women are doing? When y'all are showing people <laughs> throwing a bottle upside down on ESPN, like oh, play of the week. Well, it's obvious. Like, come on, <laughs> that's what they say. Right. Well, and right. on that that's same level, say. That's what they want to exactly. <laughs> I'm not sure if you I, like. I think you guys, just from the sounds of this, grew up like sports fans and still enjoy watching all sports. Now, um, I was always I kind of how I said before I was playing football. I would like wake up early, make sure I can watch the sports center top 10 every day. I was like in it and it always bothered me so <laughs> I much do that. I do when, that. Yeah, when, when, I, when I would make a comment or something or said, like talked about the game and they're like, Oh, a guy would be like, you like football? Well, well, who won the World Series in 1927? Like, and like they try to test girls, and I'm yes. like, no, 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 no. Like, why can't I? Like, you don't I do that hate to your body. That. Like, and it's just these weird double you standards. Don't. I say like I like yeah. the sport. They were it's like, oh, gatekeeping. Name five There's yeah. a word for that. Why do I have to name five? Why can't I just like the sport? Yeah. I- I'm, I'm a gut <laughs> exactly. I'm a Cubs fan. So why don't you tell me who? Like, like yeah, it's tell the whole roster from this and and so i think you know those are some good big level things but like what what can we right now tell people to stop Uh doing stop saying to female athletes female sport fans just females in general yes that they may not realize that aren't helping females feel included and equal and empowered all right let me get ready because i feel like we've all heard this one you do this yeah, blank yeah. good for mm. a girl. Like, why do I have to do blank good right. like a girl? Like, why can't I just do it good? Why does it have to be for a girl? Like, stop saying that. Girls don't want to hear that. It doesn't make us feel good. I promise you. It does not. It's just like, uh, okay, thanks. <laughs> you do that good yeah, for a you're guy. Pr- you're pretty like, nice what? for a guy. <laughs> you, you, get, you gave a good... You... <laughs> right, like... It just doesn't make sense. Like, that's my number one. Don't tell me I do something good for a girl. If I do something good, just say you do something good and leave it at that, you know? So that's my number one. Do y'all have any? I, I don't. My big thing is right even now, just what us as females can do. I know a lot of times in college, just, you know, with my spandex, I did find myself. I was, you know, running and doing cardio, not just to pass my sprint test, but I was doing to make sure I, I looked a certain way and I could lose those five, 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I do wish that, you know. Um, True. We, we kind of reshift that focus on like, instead of being like, wow, Emily, you look so skinny to be like, wow, Emily, you have had such good gains in the weight room. You know, like <laughs> your legs look so much stronger, like kind of shifting our compliments mm. to a more like, you know, performance. Sport- based. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, 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 uh, I like that. I would say, what about you, Taylor? 
Well, I feel like just in general, we don't get enough respect for like what we do do, like uh, in at volleyball practice, um, after volleyball practice, I remember like one of my close friends who was a guy in college would always say like, volleyball is not hard. Like I can do that. And I was just like, are you an idiot? (laughs) Like, like, you have no idea. Like this. Yeah. Like this is such a cerebral game. Like you have to have like a wealth of just like, like, yeah. Yeah, skill like you gotta have cat like like game IQ like so back <laughs> off one. Yes, it's hard. It's physical taxing, and you need to respect that and respect. <laughs> it's exactly. a sport. Yeah, it's sport like any other sport. So anyway, I'm just. Dumb. No, I think that's a good one. Like even like I've had friends who play basketball that like they say they play basketball. Oh, can you dunk? And it's like, well, I can dunk. It's like, okay, cool. Or like, and I'm not sure, Amber, if you've ever had people like, oh, do you track? Like, oh, let's race. Like, okay, why does it have to be that? Like this competition. Right. Oh, I was just about to say that. That was going to be my next one. It's just like, oh, I saw uh, people I play football. They were like, oh, I bet you can't guard me. I mean, I hope I can't. I hope I can't ear a guy if I do. Like, who? Kudos for me, but. You know, but yeah, it, it's don't, don't diminish me. Too. Don't don't tell me you can. Be yeah, good. good job, good for you. You want a cookie? Also, I feel <laughs> like there's a, a difference between like and what a lot of these like gatekeeping guys, especially, don't understand. Like, there's a difference and separation between like physical ability and skill. So, like, are you like men biologically? Are they? typically stronger, faster. Sure. Yeah. But skill. Yeah. Of course. Skill. Yes. Like how their body if a built. woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Skill is taught. Skill taught. is earned. And skill at the end of the day is what's going to, you know, come out on top. That's what's going to make you win. So don't sit there and say like, just because you're a guy, like you're exactly. better or your sport's more interesting. No. You either I've have seen, a skill or you don't. It's not a gender thing. Right. And I've even seen, like, I have experiences, like, playing against teams um, in LFL. Like, they, their athletes may have not been as athletic as us, but their their fundamentals and their skills might have been better. So that might have allowed them to, you know, have the upper hand. So that's just with anything. Like you said, it's not it's not gender. It's, it's all in, it's all in how you're taught and how well you can come exactly. and apply things. And I'll go out anywhere so. right now with my boyfriend and beat him in a race. <laughs> <laughs> right, right now. Facts. Let's go line up. <laughs> no, I think this is gr- great discussion and just kind of even like scratches the surface on some of the inequalities, the double standards. And really we just wanted to, you know, not necessarily fix everything, but just kind of get people thinking of some of the issues. Um, so thank you so much, Amber. Do you have anything else um, you, you thought of or, or anything else it's on no this problem. topic that you want to say? Um, no, I appreciate y'all having me up here. Uh, just know women are the baddest. They can do whatever, wherever, whenever. So it does not matter, like I said, against whoever. We are all equal. We all can be the best. So stop stereotyping and stop diminishing what women do and stop making it not as good as what men do. So that's how I feel about that. I think this was a great first podcast (laughs) because this is really the um, kind of the, the basics of a lot of the problems that women face, right? All these different things, these different struggles, and that's just outside of the basic pressures of their sport that are still existent. So um, 
I think I think this is an important conversation, one that we won't stop having. But uh, thank you so much for being our first podcast guest. Um, this was. Oh my gosh, thank you. Oh my gosh, Amber was so funny. She's just as I remembered her being in college and it was so nice to catch up with her again. Yeah, that was truly a blast. I think Amber really shed light on what it means to be a woman football player. I had no idea what that lifestyle was like, and now I feel like I know a little bit more. Okay, fellow Virago Warriors, um, if you have a story you want to tell on our podcast or share with us through Instagram, please send us a DM or you can email us at info at viragoproject.org. It's org, not .com. A lot of people get that mixed up. Um, don't forget to su subscribe to our podcast and follow us on the gram and we'll let you know what next week's podcast will be all right thank you guys so much we look forward to talking with you next week thanks bye bye